the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I think I got a good one for you. We'll find out if that's true and or false. But I think I got a good one for you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We can talk big picture issues like Amazon moving into healthcare. It's next big market. Recently, I've done a story on Apple and Morgan Stanley saying, hey, you know what the next big market for Apple is? It's not going to be 5G. It could be 5G. 5G is going to be important, right? It's going to be healthcare, they say. Measuring more things like diabetes, blood sugar levels, oxygen levels in your skin. Getting more accurate reads. So a lot going on there. We can talk about the Disney live-action Lion King trailer that just dropped. Boom! I'm not exactly sure that we need both cartoon versions and live-action, but I'm going with it. Disney, you know what you're going to get with Disney. It's kind of a brand, right? They got their second big upgrade in two days as Wall Street eagerly awaits the streaming service launch. We've been talking about that streaming service now for six months. You could have got the stock down in the low 90s. Now it's in the mid-110. Eh, Point being is that like that's not new information. Apple got a downgrade today based on, hey, it's been running up since they've announced that news on Apple Plus, Apple News Plus, and Apple TV Plus, and Apple Arcade, these subscription services they're thinking about. I'll be in, I'll be honest with you. One of the statistics that came out of that whole big press release was that Apple News is the most widely read news source in the world. I'm like, okay, okay they got a billion plus. To, but are people really hitting that news button? And I guess the answer is yes. No way. And you know, when the iPads first came out, we all kind of experimented with like getting Wired magazine or something on, and you're like, ah, I'll just wait till I jump on an airplane. The only time I ever seemed to buy Wired magazine was when I jump on an airplane, right? 
Are you with me against me? Got to choose a side. This is a civil war. So Apple downgraded based on an analyst saying, hey, they're getting kind of into this video services game a little late. Even though Oprah Winfrey, queen of all media, she got Harry Styles to do a documentary for her for Disney or for her for Apple. HSBC saying, a little bit too late. Delta, 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 Delta. They beat Wall Street forecast with record revenue and a big jump in first quarter profit. I, I like making some of these shows what I would refer to as evergreen because I might be on vacation at any point in my life or my mom's about to die at some point but I've been saying that for a while shows you how long people kind of linger good thing I wasn't counting on an inheritance right so Delta having a great record revenue big jump in first quarter profit I just go back to I always want investment lessons even in my headline news so if I have to play this again in six months you'll go I think that Delta story is a little old, but Warren Buffett flipped on airlines from losing money, and man, it was inconsistent. Do you remember when flights would be like $700 across America, and then like three weeks later, they'd be like $300 to go from LA to New York? Like, what happened? Um, It was tough to make money. They were making wrong hedges and wrong bets on on prices and and number of seats available and, and demand, and all of that has gotten better. It got way better, too, in the 70s. It was awful in the train business. But they fixed that in the 80s, and they did a lot of mergers and consolidation. The airlines did a lot of mergers and consolidation, too, in the 2000s. So you can kind of start piecing this all together, and you can kind of start seeing where this is going. In one of the worst bastardizations that I've ever seen, you know, like, you see something, and you go, that's an abomination of God! And it's typically like an Irish redheaded child getting married to like uh, uh, olive skin Mediterranean supermodel and you're like that's an abomination of God you want to hear abomination of God Ikea is making a lamp with a Sonos speaker attached to it it's an abomination of God God's going to look at Sonos and throw them out of heaven I know you're saying what are you talking about we're now starting to bastardize products we're making lamps that have speakers in them and I know you're saying that sounds pretty cool it is kind of cool. And it's kind of where we're going. Everything needs to get smaller. Even because our houses are going to get smaller. My kids won't be able to have like a boom box on top of a, a super amp and speakers that you're so big enough that they rattle the world and you can get yourself buried in them. Buried, 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 buried. So that's out there. America's juiciest money secrets. Don't you wish you knew what they were? I can tell you a couple of them. People hide money from each other. CNBC and Acorns Invest did a survey recently about some of the secrets that people have. Um, one of them is I'm broke and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Does that sound a little too familiar? You look at someone and you go, I want to know. Looking at you, you don't look broke and you don't look like you're living paycheck to paycheck. But a lot of people are up to their ears in credit card debt student loan debt and if they miss a payday they feel like they're going to fall behind and that means you're not doing things right even though the United States has had months and months and months and months and months hundreds of months of uninterrupted job growth in the US 78% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck so today in your meeting there's 8 people 6 of them are probably living paycheck to paycheck that's terrible 
and they probably don't have enough money to cover an emergency expense. A lot of people don't even have enough money for essentials. I've seen people in the last 10 years that were living a fake lifestyle. Whoa. They were actually faking W-2s. Like, whoa. Just so they could get, you know, approved for rent. And I don't know. You know, that's one of those reasons why you keep your credit score up. Then someone's going to fake a W-2 on you. Here's my little dirty secret. I save all my change. I know you're saying, is that how you got rich? No, but I save all my change. Um, I don't use those Coinstar machines. I know people that use Coinstar machines, and I just find that they're they're like the dumbest people on the planet. Financially dumb. You know, they they probably know how to do astrophysics and open up black holes so we can travel back in time and 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 kill the the evil emperors of the world and stuff like that. But they they for some reason they'll go to Lucky's or Safeway and they'll use a Coinstar machine and pay nine to fifteen percent to get their own money because they can't be bothered with counting it. Mama says stupid is as stupid does. I stay away from gold diggers. That's a great secret if you want to get wealthy. Um, the people that really kind of like want the $60 bottle of champagne versus the $16 bottle of champagne. My problem is, you know, I, I want the oxygen. And I seem to send to find people who are like gold diggers. They want the oxygen. So try to stay away from people who are materialistic. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello. Uber. And Pinterest, both coming public after Lyft started off the party. We're starting to see some other companies starting to play with the idea of what their IPO is going to look like. So there's kind of a lot going on out there. And I'm cool with that. Did you hear the story about a toddler locking his father's iPad for 48 years after he tried to log on to it so many times that it kept adding minutes on? I know. I'm saying, can't you just can't you just plug it into the original computer that you, you could? But this is a better story to leave it there. Tesla shares are jumping as lawmakers are beginning to push to expand federal electric vehicle tax credits again. That's interesting. 
the existing 7500 tax credit for buyers of electric vehicles phases out over 15 months. Once an automaker sells 200,000 electric cars, the tax credit for Tesla buyers was halved on January 1. GM's tax credit likewise likely going to fall on April 1st. So you're kind of seeing how politics does play into a little bit of Wall Street. The best place to save for a down payment on a home, I'll give you a second if you want to play the home version of Rob Black Jeopardy. Where is the best place? The best place to save for a down payment on a home. Well, I'll give you a clue. It's not the area where it's going to grow the fastest. And I've got multiple savings accounts because they kind of slow me down. I've got one that's online that it would take me three days to get the money. So if I go on a gambling binge, alcohol and and gambling, you know me, I'm always hardcore liquor in it up. If I, if I binge, then watch out. I can get that money. No, I can't because it takes about three days to get it. So the best place to keep money if you're going to be saving for a house, a vacation, somewhere like that, is maybe a good old-fashioned savings account. A savings account at your bank or credit union or a non-retirement brokerage account invested in a money market or a short-term bond fund could be appropriate. It's liquid. It's easily to withdraw. You have a low chance of changing much in value. Like, it's not going to be a big whoosh down in the market that, you go, oh, I can't go on vacation, or, oh, I can't buy a home. But can you can you compromise being liquid for not getting a big rate of return or expecting anything? I know people who would say things like, well, I'm just going to put my money in Apple until I need it. Until Apple pulls back 40% the day you need it, right? So that's out there. So Uber coming public. Elsewhere out there. What else do we have? Um, Ed Yardini is an analyst that I've always paid attention to. Not necessarily say copied, not necessarily used as a guru, but he's always someone who, I, I don't know, what's the parallel? When John Gruden used to talk about quarterbacks on Monday Night Football, you're like, oh, I'm going to listen to him. He's got good opinions. And then he's like the coach of the Raiders. like, oh, I don't want to listen to him. He's a, a, a Bobo. A Bobo is a cheap sneaker. I know you're saying Bobo. S&P 500 experienced a peak trough decline of almost 20% in late 2018. And Ed Yardini says that was all just a blip. He's one of those guys who's, I, I guess you would almost say a permable. He thinks that the Fed now has pressed pause. On any rate hikes, he sees the SP 500 hitting 3,100 at the end of this year and continuing to climb to 3,500. So I'll throw that in my. Here's a uh, a best case scenario kind of file, and then I'll also find some that are a worst case scenario because that's the way I like to build a case. I don't go with gut. Maybe a gut is part of it somewhere in there, but not. It's not a lead. He think he compares the recent pullback by this current Fed to the last time the Fed pulled off in 2016, where the Fed wanted to raise interest rates four times that year, and ultimately they didn't. And the markets rallied on that big time. So that's all out there. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about uh, money investing and more. Uh, this is one of those years where we're going to start seeing the back half earnings expectations to decline. So what you're looking for are companies, if you're going to be a stock picker, I try not to do a lot of stock picking on the show, but if you listen, I do a lot of stock picking on the show, but I don't want it to be a stock picking show. So ultimately, we're going to see earnings decline in the back half of the year expectations. So it becomes a little bit more of a stock picker's market. Companies with low labor costs are going to be interesting. Companies with good margins are going to be interesting. And companies with PEs that compare favorably to the S&P 500 or compare favorably to their growth rate are going to be interesting. And then, like, I just threw a lot out there. So you're looking at growth that trades to a discount to the S&P 500. You're looking for maybe dividend growth of 6%, maybe PE ratio of somewhere in the 15 to 19 range, if you think the market's around 17. You're looking for potential margin improvement. You're looking for labor costs. Sales versus labor costs. So you're looking at companies like Facebook, Gilead Sciences, Texas Instruments. Uh, Facebook has incredibly low operating leverage, low labor cost as a percentage of their sales. They have high revenue growth. Sales are expected to increase 24% in 2019. Now, it doesn't have a dividend, so that's kind of a eh. When you become a stock picker's market, now Gilead, for its part, it's got the labor cost, it's got the operating leverage, it's got the dividend growth, it's got a 3.7% yield. They're expected to pay out by an annualized 9% through 2020. It doesn't have a lot of revenue growth. So, in to quote the horrible 1980s TV show, Facts of Life, you take the good, you take the bad, and there you have Facts of Life. You're not going to get all buy signals on anything. Texas Instruments, it's used to be the semiconductor company. They used to be the digital calculator company. So you could see how like Motorola kind of rattled their feathers. And you can kind of see how Nokia rattled Motorola's feathers. And then you can see BlackBerry rattled Motorola or Nokia. And you can kind of see Apple rattled BlackBerry. And you're like, whoa, now I get it. Whoa. Texas Instruments has a nice dividend yield of 2.7%. But they're continuing to raise that rate. Uh, not a lot of revenue, not a lot of revenue growth, but good labor costs, good operating leverage, good dividend growth. You got to come up with stocks you're looking at, stocks you're thinking about, stocks you want to put on a list. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I am your Google. Don't ask Google questions, but here are the questions that people ask Google. Great googly moogly. Drum roll, please. Number 10. This is a top 10 list. How to save for retirement at 40. Number 9. How to save for kids' college. Number 8. How to save for a vacation. Number 7. How to save for an apartment. Sound familiar? Number six, how to save for a down payment. Number five, how to save for a wedding. I can fix that one for you. Don't do it. Number four, how to save for college. I can do that one for you. Uh, No English majors, no uh, liberal arts majors, uh, only math and science. Number three, how to save for a car. Number two, how to save for retirement. And the number one, how to save question in America via Google how to save for a house. I kind of like that. It goes wedding, college, car, retirement, house. I kind of like to switch retirement to house is the number one question. But I get it. Um, those are all financial questions. This is a show all about that, right? You know, the how to save for a vacation I remember in my 20s, I thought I had to go to like big name destination vacations like Paris or Toronto, Vancouver, Canada, San Diego, California, the Riviera, all the fabulous places where people go on vacation. In my head, that was vacationing. And you know what? I was wrong. In your 20s, you're young, you're beautiful, your body works. If you can find an attractive mate... Someone who's attractive to you. That's when you should be like driving up and down the coast and camping. Later in life, you can do those expensive ones. So I got some opinions. Anyhow and anyway, um, those are the biggest questions people have about money, according to Google. It's kind of interesting. Now, two income couples are surprisingly unprepared for retirement. That's... One of those things that I grew up in a one-income household. My dad brought home the bacon. My mom fried it up in a pan. You know, like, we were cliche Americans. Now two-income couples are surprisingly unprepared for retirement, and that's a shocker. We have the little monkey. Mama takes some time off to raise a little monkey. But we're still kind of running it, burning the candle at both ends, right? One owner couple receives Social Security spouse's benefit equal to 50% of the breadwinner's while two owners couples do not. That's just another problem that two owner couples often don't save enough in their 401k. Since two owner households generally earn more than one owner households, they need more savings. But only about half of the private sector workers have a workplace retirement plan. So a lot of people still aren't doing it right. I, my advice is save as much as you can early in life. When you are dual earners, try to, try to save some money. Um, I eat leftovers. I have no problem doing that. Some people do. You know, this is hilarious. I once had a really good friend in college, and she was telling me about what it's like to be... She was kind of a pretty girl. So she had pretty girl problems. And she goes, When I was a little girl, I had dreams that I would go out to dinner every night with a different guy in the big city. 
and I'd get a doggy bag from the restaurant. Oh, it was such a what? And like that was her, that was her end goal was to go to nice restaurants, eat well, and bring home leftovers. Kind of bringing home leftovers doesn't really add up, though, right? That's not how any of this works. My advice is try to be savers instead of spenders early in life, but don't be afraid to spend later in life. That's I know you're saying that's very, very wise, Rob, because when you're young and you're saving, you get that ability of how shall we say time is on your side. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are trolling one another. Oh, no. When billionaires feud. Um, Elon Musk tweeted at Jeff Bezos, calling him a copycat. Now, hasn't Elon Musk gotten into enough troubles with tweeting recently? Amazon's plan to launch 3,200 satellites into orbit with the intention of delivering high-speed internet to the globe's more remote regions. It's called Project Kuiper. And Musk is trolling to Amazon about it because he's like, yeah, we kind of already said we were going to do that. I know you're saying billionaire problems. Can, can I just get a Whopper with made with real meat instead of the vegetarian Whopper? No. No. Now you got to get the Miracle Whopper. Where's the Anyhow and anyway, where is the beef? That's a very good question. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, so don't be shy. Tiger Woods is back. Uh, one of the things I've noticed with him playing golf recently is he's not using Nike clubs because Nike doesn't make clubs anymore. When Tiger Woods went down, he brought the golf division of Nike down with it. Kind of interesting, right? Oh my God, you're no going, You're going, I had no clue. But yes, yes, tis true, tis true. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. So Tiger Woods back in golf and how important it is to uh, endorse clubs. Now, here's a question. Is that endorsement wearing the logo on your clothes still as worth as much as maybe getting a YouTube influencer? I would think the YouTube influencer starting to win out. I like studying rich cop companies, rich people, rich families. The rich families is one of the best. The origin stories of superheroes, you always got to like. Peter Parker, teenage kid, wants to kiss a girl, gets these incredible powers. With great power comes great responsibility. Can't kiss girls because bad guys will kill girls. <clears throat> right? The origin stories of companies like Bacardi... Suntory and Campari are kind of like superhero stories. You can play the music. Because the thirst for rum has pumped billions of dollars into a family's coffers. Maybe they're not superheroes. Maybe they're evil geniuses. But the Bacardi family goes back to 1862. Can you imagine winning that lottery of a ticket of a family? Bacardi rum and Cokes are thrown back every day. About six million of them. It's a classic cocktail. It's known as the Cuban Libra. It sells 17 million cases of Bacardi rum a year. And then you get other families like the Negronis. Um, Contro. It's pretty interesting when you start thinking about drinking dynasties, right? I know you're like, whoa. Some of them go back really, really far. 
Contro, Remy Contro. My name is Era Dubradul. The Dubradouls. 1724. That's 1,300 years of passing the, the, the company down in the family. Whoa. Not too shabby, right? How about Campari? They've been around since 1860. These are all billion-dollar brands. Pernod Ricard. 1805. But the Suntory, the Saji and Tori families, and that's how you get Suntory, you kind of merge those two names. Uh, $22 billion. So yes, you can look at the origin stories of superheroes. You can look at the origin stories of, of wealth. And that's one where you're keeping a family business in the family, right? So estate planning laws are kind of important. Making sure your kids have a trust is kind of important so they, they can't go out and be like a Paris Hilton and be known for kind of a sex video and saying the phrases, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. Now again, I, I don't take anything away from either Hilton girl. Uh, both of them have, have developed huge brands in fashion and partying. Um, and there, there's something to be said for that. That takes effort. 800-516-1228. Get your calls in the air. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey says he only eats one meal a day and fasts all weekend. And people are concerned that he has an eating disorder. Let, who cares? That's the one that I'm going to throw out there. Who cares? Now, the anti-vax commentary. <laughs> get, get vaccinated or go live in a cave. So we all have like these wellness habits and these like these ideas, right? And we're all opinionated. No one really, really wants to hear them. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Ed Yardini says the stock market can keep rising. Interesting. Basically saying that capitalism has kind of got a little mixed up with throwing the Federal Reserve going on hold and not letting capitalism be capitalism's thing. It's kind of extending the winning streak. Boeing, obviously 2019 is going to be an interesting year. Obviously, there was plane crashes with the Boeing 737 MAX that they had to get their ducks in an order and, you know, deliver a safety solution. But on top of it, they have to continue to make planes and deliver planes. Those are not easy things to do. Now, they've lost an order. So when they do their conference calls, those are a good one to listen in on. Um, If you've never listened to a conference call, I highly suggest you do at some point in time. Speaking of which, um, I've got a lot of great downloadables. You can find them at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. CFP, Chad Burton, myself have put them together. And I I feel pretty good uh, about what you can grasp and digest and understand Learn more at newfocusfinancial.com, a new one on the tips of managing volatility. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. From the data that I pay a lot of attention to, 
is tied towards inflation. You probably know that I pay a lot of attention to millennial shopping and demographics of the overall U.S. population because we are the world's consumers on a lot of levels. That's expected to be a baton that we pass ultimately on to China. I try to do a lot of stories about companies that are in the headline news that you can all kind of learn and appreciate. You know, Disney's easy to understand. And when they do a streaming service that's going to compete with Netflix, you kind of get it. You kind of get it even more if you've had kids. And gosh, could you imagine being a parent in the 80s when the kids would go, Ma'am, I want Cinderella 1995 on VHS cassette. So 1999 on a VHS cassette, and then you get the darn cassette, you put it in, and the, the, the machine eats the tape. But so you have to go and buy it again. And then, like, DVDs came out, and the kid would scratch the DVD. Now everything's digital, or you can stream it. And Netflix was kind of awesome, because you could, they, they made a relationship with Pixar. They had every Pixar film, so you didn't have to go out and spend 1999. It didn't have to get eaten by a machine. It didn't have to get scratched. You just had to figure out how you're going to stream it in your car while you're driving. Shut the little brat up. Right? Right. Right. Answer myself. Right. So, those kind of stories are out there, and I, I try to do those stories because they're easy for you to digest and kind of get. The EU is poised to grant Britain a long Brexit delay, which I don't think anyone cares about. Until we make it tangible... You know, the EU was trying to say, hey, we, we see you, China. You're big. Oh, we see you too, U.S. You're big. We're just teeny tiny little France. You're going to respect my authority. And France said, hey, well, they're not respecting us. So Germany, why don't we all get together and do this European Union? Now, the only problem is these are countries that have been around for 2,000 plus years. And they got 2,000 plus years of, of spending issues and socialism issues and capitalism issues and 2,000 years of politicians getting corrupt or not corrupt. 2,000 years of of creating great machines that increase productivity, 2,000 years of, of invading other countries, of being invaded. Like, they got a history there, right? Hey, man, I'm 91 years old. Got that? I deserve a little respect from <laughs> you, my buddy. Um, dude, you're 91 years old. You get half price at movies before noon. Just go back to your little old person house that smells of old person. That's my advice. I'm sticking with that. Trump says he won't release his tax returns. Trump says people aren't very interested in his tax returns. People say they are interested in his tax returns. There's nothing I can do about that. So I don't, t- I don't talk a lot about that kind of stuff. Getting your retirement, I can do that. You need to save enough for a house, I can do that. Trying to help you figure out what natural meat really is. When you go into a grocery store and you see the words natural, and it's like meat that's been pressed together and processed and packaged and reprocessed, it's... Meats by Tyson Foods, Pilgrim's Pride, Hormel Food. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone wants to be organic, and we don't even know what organic is. It's, it's impossible to like define, right? So, like, strawberries that say they're organic, I'm like, so did they grow, did you use tap water to grow them, or did, was there rain? Because I know there's pollution in rain, right? It's a trap! What's organic, what's not? It's all a trap. It's a marketing trap. I'm not even sure that the paper straw people aren't somehow influencing Congress to kill plastic straws so the paper gets more influence and they make more money. It's all a trap. I know you're saying, you, you don't trust paper straws? I don't trust anyone anymore. So I did a lot of therapy to learn that I don't trust people. Thanks, therapist. 
anyhow, and anyway, my big fear, and I started the segment on this, is inflation. I don't talk a lot about it because food prices gaining three-tenths of 1%, energy prices jumping 3.5%. Energy prices are heavily tied towards gasoline prices. When gasoline surges, energy prices jump in our life. Now, sometimes it's also like a cold winter can have us running the furnace longer. Food prices can be the amounts of storms and flooding. It can be things like, um, you know, a fungus that hits coffee beans. Healthcare costs tend to grind higher, and that's my boogeyman. That's the thing that keeps keeps me up at night. I've got enough money to retire and live till the day I die, unless inflation continues to go higher. And that's the damnation. I'm like, I'm playing poker with the devil, and I think I just got dealt a pretty crappy hand. There's inflation in, on the table? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. Inflation's the bad one. Anyhow... Federal lawmakers are starting to talk about pushing the electric vehicle tax credits yet again. What's interesting about that is I grew up in a world, in a world full, devoid of hope, in a world waiting to die. There was one hero, Rob Black. Yay! It's me. I'm the hero this time. Um... I grew up in a world where oil and gas were like, you know, hey, we're going to hit peak oil and we're going to pollute this planet as long as we can pollute it. We're going to smoke cigarettes while we're driving cars with uh, big black trails of smoke coming out of them. So to see Congress say, like, we're looking into keeping this credit around, pretty interesting. And then on the other hand, I just read a a study on oil and gas and how it could lose 95% of its value by 2050. Now I go, 2050, I, I probably won't be alive. And if I am, I certainly won't care about Shell and BP and Exxon. But I own some of those oil stocks at this point in time. I own them for the dividend. But if governments take action to limit global warming by just 2 degrees Celsius, there's a report saying that these companies can go away. It's going to cost investors in developed markets a lot of money. Because stocks are not the only thing investors put money into. There's consequences for property, there's bonds, there's infrastructure. Curbing climate change is going to be important. Oil and gas stocks will lose 42% of their market value by 2030 and 95% by 2050, according to this. On renewable energy, do you like renewable energy? Do you feel bad for the big oil companies? Do you own any natural gas companies? What are your thoughts? I find it kind of like a soap opera. It's fun. I love what I do. I love you. I want to get you to retirement. Inflation is the boogeyman. I'm Rob Black. Find more about me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. A lot of really good downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Checklist on if you need a CFP and or not. Much, much more. Newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.